0: Hey, everybody, it's Eric Balance coming to you with the Resilient Minds Podcast, where I feature beautiful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts in their field, where they help us discover their X factor, their experience of life, only to discover how they were able to accomplish and find out their Y factor, their big why, their purpose in life. So join me as we get to discover the beauty of our minds and how can we really continue to go after the biggest and most wildest dreams while we continue to pursue and manifest our greatest intelligence that comes from the heart. Also, if you haven't, go check out the new alignment course that I've created at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T on the show welcome everyone to the resilient minds podcast we're coming back today with brent brandon sorry bro um it's always funny how uh you know when we're getting to know people live how beautiful it gets to come out uh (laughs) and I'm, i'm just grateful to meet you bro i'm grateful to connect you know we're we're new friends uh on the same path so welcome to the show bro
1: ah thanks for having me it's it's funny because you you remind me uh you look a little bit like uh i'm looking at a picture of you on the internet i'm like oh you kind of look like my friend teddy and i remember him like a couple weeks ago he's like you know we've been friends a long time and i'm still confused is it brandon is it brendan it's like you got your name is the most confusing name and i've never heard that before from someone like and i'm like you call me anything you want <laughs>
0: know it, it, it's uh it, it's it's funny because there's a lot of brendan or brandon's and it's like it's so similar but yet so different you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. for everybody that doesn't know brandon beecham you know this is a beautiful soul you know really intentional thought leader uh, speaker author philosopher entrepreneur and host also of his own podcast called positive head uh he's also got a late night talk show called optimistic uh, and a little few things about Brandon. So, uh, you know, since childhood, you've been a, a serial entrepreneur. And so that's been something that's really been uh, present for you. Uh, so tell tell us a little bit about, you know, I really want to go deeper within this, actually, uh, about this serial entrepreneurship. But actually, before we go into that, for those that are, again, getting to know, in 2011, uh, Brandon has spent time you know living on a couch, on a friend's couch and, and during that time you co-founded resort share so I, I'd love to know more about yeah. that and how you got to 569 fastest growing private company in America mm. and what really built that and how we can, can how people can learn from those endeavors because I think there's a lot of wisdom that's curated during that time yeah. and amidst that, you know what really came to, to fruition, um, this ultimate nature of what you call reality. So mm-hmm. with that, I'd love to really first of all uh thank you. And for those of you that don't know, get 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 buckled in, get excited because uh-huh. uh we've got a lot of wisdom coming at you.
1: Thank you for that intro. Um, Eric. And to yeah, to answer your question to to go to your first statement about resort share, it's interesting because. You know, I started having my own uh, sort of I like to call remembering uh, of the ultimate nature of reality and, and this, you know, the basic understanding that I'm one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things, uh, as are you, as is everyone listening. There's only one of us in the room, one of us hearing these, you know, this vibrational offering, if you will. And so as I sort of had my own remembering, um, you know, it led me, led me down the path of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, you know, I am source playing human as this avatar, Brandon Beecham, in this case, uh, through this particular jumping off point, if you will. And how do I, how do I, you know, take that information and actually um, utilize it in a way to create magic in my life. And so, you know, it's one thing to understand some of these concepts and it's a whole nother thing to, you know, to live it and walk the talk. And so that's really, my journey has been a lot of that, you know, 25 years of deep exploration of the ultimate nature of reality. Uh, I just wrote a book called the golden key recently kind of summarizing that, which I'd be happy to gift to the listeners at, at the end or I can, whenever I can tell tell them how to get that for free, but for sure. um, it, um, <clears throat> it's been, it's been quite the journey. And part of that journey was, you know, I was, I, I have a lot of stories of synchronicity and serendipity and, sort of spiritual breadcrumbs as I like to call them. I think that's a big part of you know when someone is really tuning into the the greatest and grandest version of themselves, they'll start to have a lot more of that stuff open up. And I share a lot on my show Positive Head about it, uh you know, as they unfold in real time and you know, there's a lot of a lot of as a friend used to call me Mr. Synchronicity and uh <laughs> so I have a lot of that sort of stuff and one of my biggest spiritual breadcrumb stories was uh launching a, a music distribution platform in like 2000 2000- nine time frame, And, uh, I, you know, it's, it's it, incredible story. Uh, you know, I have a whole podcast where I share it. I won't go into all the details here. Um, and I can tell people how to find that particular episode. Um, but this platform was called industry, uh, I N D U S T R E E. And, um, it was like, the idea was reinventing the music industry and I had, it was like a MySpace meets Spotify meets, um, Uh, You know, I had my own token on everything had a tree theme on the on the platform, all the artists were branches, for example, I had my own currency called blooms. So before crypto, I was, you know, people were using and earning blooms, and I was paying, you know, exchanging them for dollars, So I had my own exchange and, and, you know, I didn't know at the time that that would become such a thing. But um, so industry, I think I was led through very sort of, uh, intense spiritual breadcrumbs to launch that platform. And it grew to thousands of users and, um, years to put together. And then I hit some personal, uh, challenge in my, in my life. There was, uh, my brother was my business partner and his girlfriend committed suicide. And that was a, you know, tragedy that kind of was a blow to what we were doing, you know, really sh- shook him up, took him years to really recover. And then, um, You know, the the little bit of investment capital I had to put the project together, you know, sort of um, the person pulled out the remaining amount that they were had had agreed they would put in and, you know, just challenges. So I decided to put industry on hold and I was like, okay, if I'm infinitely abundant, I'm going to manifest the resources, the financial resources to do this platform right without, you know, without the limitations I'm facing right now and all the financial challenges. And that's when, you know, at the time I hit sort of a low point, I ended up on uh, my friend's couch. Uh, Actually, it was my child's mother and her husband (laughs) who uh, we're all friends. And, you know, that's not the most standard situation. But I stayed with them for a while. And that's when when Resort Chair was birthed. And it was, you know, came up with the idea for this. Once again, led, followed the breadcrumbs into a, um, into a, you know, career path that I hadn't really planned on uh, involving travel. And, you know, with the idea of I'm going to manifest the financial resources to do industry right. Right. And uh, it took off like a rocket ship. It um, it went from me on my friend's couch to, you know, a few years later, the Inc. 569 fastest growing private company in the U.S., 100 plus employees doing north of 10 million dollars a year in revenue, which only one in 10,000 entrepreneurs ever achieves you know it's quite the accomplishment and i did it from my the couch with with no startup capital with and so it was really for me the first big uh testament to what i had been you know at that point over 10 years on my spiritual path like i you know i am infinitely abundant okay let's you know uh results speak the loudest so (laughs) how's that working out for you tapping into that you know that um resource, if you will, that infinite resource at at your disposal. And so that resort share itself became a a journey in its own right with twists, turns, betrayal stories from best friends and business partners and, you know, getting offered to be bought out for $30 million. And then within 12 hours of that offer, losing 90% of our revenue and blowing up the whole deal, you know, it's a whole saga itself. Um, Another story for another day, (laughs) or if you want me to go deeper, I could. Um, So, Uh, yeah. And it, it kind of led me to, um, what's interesting is now here we are all these years later. And I kind of thought, okay, the industry thing, that was another timeline. I did what I was supposed to do with it and put it aside. And now just in the recent year or so, it's been, I've been led by the spiritual breadcrumbs like, oh, actually you're supposed to bring it back now. It's better suited now using you know, blockchain technology and allowing fractional ownership, allowing fans to become more integrated with artists and music artists and things like that. So that's the journey I'm, you know, looking at kind of uh, revamping and starting, I've actually just started down the path of industry version two. And um, yeah, so that, that's um, maybe more than you bargain for with an answer, but um, yeah, that's how how, you know, the story
0: flows, if you will. I love it. Uh, you know, I think that there's a lot. Uh, there's a there's so much there, Brandon. Like there's so much value that you just dropped. Uh, and you know, there one thing I really want to just before we get into the deeper part of all that you've grown and all that you've built within yourself, these breadcrumbs that you continue to follow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and you continue to uh, speak to, uh, really paying attention to identifying if somebody is listening right now and they're really curious about the breadcrumbs, right? Like, what does that mean to you? And how could they start once, like maybe once you can describe it, how can they also start following that, that level of awareness of the breadcrumbs that are always being shown to us? However, we get to choose if we, we want to really follow them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. It's, you know, um, you, know robert grant uh who i've had as a guest on my podcast uh said it very well um and i'm kind of paraphrasing i wish i had the exact i tried to just pull up the quote here i couldn't quite find it but you know um synchronicity is you know god's you know it's the divine encryption it's like you know it's all patterns and as you sort of lift the veil you in that that's really one of the things that makes humans <clears throat> really uh, effective, um, you know, as effective as we are as a as an and as, as a species as an animal uh, is our is our ability for pattern recognition, and so the next layer of that I believe comes as as the 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 blinders of reality kind of go from here to here, you know, you start seeing more of the game in which you know, we're immersed as plain human uh, or as Ram Das said, you know, God and drag. Um, mm-hmm. Then you start to see like, oh, hold on. It's all patterns and reflections and mirrors. And it's ref- always reflecting you back to you. You are the lead actor, director, star in your own private universe, Y-O-U, universe. <laughs> That's uh, one of the keys I talk about mastering the universe in my book, The Golden Key. And <clears throat> And so once you start to kind of, navigate from that perspective, navigate your reality. Like this is the baseline. You know, I'm the lead actor in my own private movie. Everyone is a prop in my movie. I'm the star here, but, but in, in vice versa, it doesn't mean you're sometimes people fall down this spiritual narcissistic rabbit hole of like, I am the one. And I think that's a, a part of the path for us all because we are all the one, but don't, don't get too full of yourself because Eric's the one and every listener is the one. We're all the one. And there's infinite timelines in realities where there's versions of the, your avatar that do incredible things. So the game becomes, because because God, source, the universe, higher self, whatever you want to call it, is infinite. So it plays out all these possibilities. And so once you start realizing and, and, and that's your, you know, when I was on my friend's couch, I still believed and knew and felt that I was it, you know, it, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, defined by my challenges. They're actually, you know, it's what helps you to sharpen the ax, you know, it's like, uh, as Rumi said, how, how will you, how will your mirror become polished if you're annoyed by every rub, right? Mm -hmm. So you're really, you know, or there's many ways to say this, uh, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor and you came to be a skilled sailor right so if you are having challenge congratulations that's what's actually making you into the formidable incredible divine being you are meant to become and you know it, without it that without that friction you can't evolve and grow so if you're in the midst of a challenging growth spurt the good news is this too shall pass on the other side of that is the the the, the, the win the and so you start learning you to look at reality through the like you know, life is happening for me, not to me. Oh, and, and if it's challenging, the question is, to put, oh, hmm, why is this happening for me? What, what is, where's the gift in this? Maybe I don't see it yet, but I trust, I trust the mystery of it. I know that's how things are structured. So it's inevitable that it makes itself known to me. And so as you start to see through these eyes, the, your your reality through these eyes, you start noticing more of like, you know, these, like I call them spiritual breadcrumbs or serendipities synchronicities it's like oh i was just you know i was just thinking about this or talking about this and sometimes they're little because it's all reflecting you back to you right there is no out there out there and so you start thinking okay well sometimes it's just you're seeing the threads of connectivity and it's like it's just it's just a a reflection it's it's a confirmation it's cute and other times it's like oh my god like you know some. Crazy multi layered wild synchronicity just happened. Where you know, like the industry story, I mean, involves someone claiming to be a time traveler and you know, wild stuff that just like I don't know if I'm losing my mind or this is real, but I'll, I'm gonna be open, you know. And and so it, uh, yeah, it can get really, in
0: my experience, uh, really intense sometimes. <laughs> I agree. I think that this intensity is something that we uh, have been told, at least for myself, there's been a a piece where for a very long time, uh, people have told me that I was too intense and too much this. And I realized that that was their projection and rather than my own reflection. Mm. And what I realized is that the deeper I went inside, the more I realized that this infinite possibility is really about noticing the certainty that i i bring to the table and -hmm. so how do those like for me i i find that those of us know that hey you know that ancient saying that you know the the truth is that we're actually here alone yeah how do we get to that space because you know i have a different i have a different pathway than you do and i think that it's very i'm very curious to know Uh, Because for me, it was about actually knowing that if somebody was going to project onto me their own limits, Mm -hmm. that I took way more of a responsible role in stepping into certainty rather than fearing the uncertainty that was being projected onto me. So the external circumstance had nothing to do with the way that I was going to show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's an important thing to get is like w- when you become a, you really move into more self mastery as a, as a being, it's you are choosing how you show up, irregardless of what is there when you get there. So most people are are acting and living their life as a puppet on a string, right? If this happens, I'm happy. If this happens, I'm sad. If this happens, you know, um, and once you realize like, oh, hold on, like uh, the the book Untethered Soul talks about this uh, written by Michael Singer, beautiful book, and he talks about how important it is to leave your heart open no matter what, right, in that book, because that is your connection to source. That's, you know. If if the faucet of infinite chi and and prana and energy and you know uh, consciousness is is turned on or off by your heart, well, why would I ever let any external circumstance allow me to turn it off? Because way we're programmed is subconsciously we're. Navigating our reality. Oh, if I smell a certain se- smell that my, it was like, reminds me of my grandmother's cooking when I was five years old and I loved my grandmother and she's gone now. And I smelled that smell. My heart blasts open because it's, it's a positive association, right? If, um, you know, if something happens, oh, this person says this to me and now I'm mad, uh, you know, uh, then my heart closes. Well, what they, you just allowed them to do is dictate you cutting off your supply of chi and in and, and, and connection to source energy. So the game becomes, I'm gonna show up keeping my heart open And in my heart, regardless of what happens, then if I just leave the faucet open all the time, what happens? It's just constantly coming in, and now it's overflowing from me, right? And now I'm just, that, you train yourself to live and navigate in this way, and you become this, what is what is it about Eric that's like so powerful? He's so incredible to be around. There's so much good energy around, you know, it's because you have trained yourself. Instead of subconsciously driving the Ferrari, you know, start, stop, start, stop, start all day, every day, you're leaving the the, the faucet open. And so that becomes uh, a huge, huge piece. Uh, and so when people are showing up to challenge you, right? In some way, instead of seeing them as like, oh, how could he say that or think that or do that? It's like, you know, they're actually helping you to sh- sharpen your ax. So they're actually there to serve you. They're, they're you know I had Neil Donald Walsh, the author of Conversations with God, uh, books on uh, my podcast about a month ago or so. It's one of my top people I wanted to have on, uh, having read his books in the late '90s. I love those books and they're so impactful in my life early on in my spiritual journey. And you know he talked about he talks about this God in his messaging to uh, Neil. You know, remember, I've sent you nothing but angels. And so when you start navigating from that vantage point, it looks very different now, you know, than this external thing did this thing to me. And how dare they? And it's about me being right versus getting the true lesson. It's all helping you to sharpen your axe and become more. They don't necessarily, the guy flipping you off on the road doesn't necessarily know (laughs) that's what he's doing for you yeah, but yeah. there is a soul contract there that's going on that yeah. is beyond your remembrance and when you start navigating from that understanding and perspective it all starts to look different and the experience different and the results that you get from the interaction become different
0: so beautifully put brother because this is something that if we listen we can start having the conversations with our great teacher and understand that we're always being communicated to There's always something being taught. There's always this illumination of the path. And this infinite level of resources and choices is ours to choose. And so it's just, it's the way that we get to look at each moment in the way that it it comes from inside of us, right? It doesn't actually... It doesn't come from this outside perspective that we've been taught again. I've been taught that, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but that's what was, was, was the primary source of society's expectations and the teachings as I was growing up. And so this was something that, you know, I really, for me, it was an, it was a really beautiful part of taking way more responsibility and stepping into that certainty. So yeah. there's one thing that I want to just touch on because you, uh, ignited this part of a feeling and, you know, for me, I always say that feelings are actually the realest part. Like mm. the feeling of, of how you, how somebody makes you feel, how somebody doesn't make you feel is the realest experience of life. It's yeah. more real than this chair that I'm sitting in, you know? Yep. yep. And, That is what should drive your decisions. What do you feel about this based off of, you know, even the guy flipping you off, you know, Mm. on the road, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I love that. I love that, um, that perspective and share. Um, one thing I will add to what we were just saying is, you know, once you as you go down this path, like I said earlier, you know, spiritual narcissism becomes like a sort of a stopping off point on the way for a lot of people. Like I am the one I know, what I know about reality. They don't, and they're less than me. And we got to be real careful with that. And I think it's like a, it's a, like I said, a, a stop off point on the way. And and one of the things that I think helps really bring humility back to your understanding that you are God and the source, whatever you want to call it is, and Think of every, you can, you are that, yes, you are that incredible and powerful and beautiful and no being is more worthy or ever has been, could be, or will be than you. You are it. And, and yet here you are in every, if you start viewing everyone as the teacher and you, the student, it injects a lot of humility into that, you know, it helps to balance that truth in a way that's beneficial to your growth and, you know. And, and navigation through when i see someone who's really in their ego i'm like oh man the, the universe is a respecter of no man you know like a spanking is coming you know and so um you know i i for one i'd rather avoid those spankings and, and inject uh, a, a good amount of humility into uh...
0: i've had so many bro it's not even funny you know like it's, it's yeah right
1: things. right it's like oh man this person woo, buckle <laughs> up buddy um but but uh, yeah, so it's back to your question about feeling. It's everything, like mastering your emotions. Like for me personally, you know, I am, a, you know, astrologically Leo, uh, King of Hearts is my destiny card, which is like, you know, the most the one that feels, you know, out of 52, I don't know if you know destiny cards, but it's sort of like based off, uh, it's predates to row. It's, it's the playing cards were originally a divination modality. And so instead of one in 12, like astrology, you're one in 52. And so my card in that is like the the one that, you know, the, the, the the most loving, but on the other side of that, the king of hearts can be very fiery and like, you know, like it's a double-edged sword, like everything, right? There's the up and the down of it. And so, um, so for me, mastering my emotions has been a huge, huge part of my journey. It's like, I can be the most loving person, making everyone feel incredible around me in the room, you know, charming, magnetic, yada, yada, you know, uh, everyone really comfortable, or I can burn the building down, you know, with that same fire. And so it's very present in my own reality, like, ah, how, and I see it all the time. Now I'm aware enough of myself, you know, and I have moments still where it's like, oh, I just allowed my energy to get rattled. I just allowed myself to get thrown. And one of the most important things when I do that is, you know, this is another big tip for those on on the spiritual path and and in on the fast track to becoming their next greatest and grandest version of themselves is you start getting self-critical. Like, oh, I know better than that. And you know, uh, Ram Das talked about this. Everyone thinks they're enlightened. If you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family. Right? These are the people who oftentimes were are meant to push the buttons the most. Right? Um, and, you know, or or Mike Tyson, I even like the way he said it better. Everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. And <laughs> so, oh, I am so wise and enlightened and nothing rattles me until you get punched in the face. Next thing you know, you're like a scrapping dog. And so just really being gentle with yourself on that journey uh, and understanding, like, mastering my emotions is the greatest thing that I can do. and And I'm going to be tested in that. Uh, I'm going to become a smooth, skilled sailor. It's yeah. And, and, and what happens the way you can really do it is momentum is a big part of that journey. So what happens, you start becoming more self-aware the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. He talks a lot about this sort of thing. It's a great, highly recommended book. Um, and you know, you start noticing when, you know, you're being triggered or that emotion of, you know, anger or fear or whatever that is outside of love, peace, trust, kindness, you know, all the things that you are aiming for, to, to be in the state as much as possible, y- you become a little more aware when you see it coming on. And it's easier to stop a train when it's just starting to move, right? <laughs> Once you're way down the track going 85 miles an hour, it's, you know, it becomes um, it becomes more challenging. So that's the, the, the trick that I found is like, oh, I see myself, I can feel my blood pressure rising my heart rate increasing okay i'm i'm going the train's moving uh change pull back my thought reach for maybe maybe i won't go from a let's say a negative thought or an angry thought to just rainbows and butterflies but i can reach for something that's more neutral i can i can stop putting energy in that bucket right and that helps you know, that's a big part of it, becoming, or like Eckhart Tolle talks, you know, realizing you're the observer behind the emotion. And, and that's, your, you know, these are like clouds going by. And when you can move into the observer mode, you no longer think I am that emotion. I'm not anger. I'm not that person. That's, a, that's an energy flowing through me. And I'm going to observe it. And actually by observing it, it's like pulling the plug on the vacuum. It may still run a few seconds after you pull the plug, but now the, the gig is up. You no longer think you're the emotion it is energy that's passing through you which is the unmoved mover the consciousness that was there just observing when you were 3 years old and will be there when you're 93 years old same you know it's it's your your higher self uh hanging out in the background watching the 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 play watching the movie unfold
0: this observer and watching the play how important is it for us to, uh, utilize this when it comes to business, Mm. because you talked really beautifully, you know, and, and, you know, I, I really believe that it all comes together. Like, you know, we're here, we know this, right? Like we we're here to really all, all parts of our life are part of the greater, let's call it business life, the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> it's really it's really just a big business for us, right? Like to, to make sure that we're grounding the energy of possibility into physical form. Yeah. And so I see that there's an integration there that needs to happen for more people to really bring that level of uh, certainty with identifying that the ego can help us yeah. Right. Like it doesn't need to be the part of the ego that makes it look at me, but the higher self as the observer with the ego being the one that is the servant of that observer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Y- yeah. It, it is. It is all spiritual business. Right. <laughs> so, you know, whether you're, you know, learning in the soul, your soul came here to grow and expand. This is a container where radical growth, you know, where, where positive and negative energies mash up against each other and create friction that doesn't necessarily exist in your home on the other side. Uh, the same way it creates an opportunity for your soul to become more. So you come here, you know, okay, I'm going into, you know, I'm going into earth school to you mix it up. And there's going to be a lot, you know, a lot of lessons and a lot of growth. And so um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to, to business, and you, you you asked about, you know, it's like, like I said, it's all spiritual business. It's all just that's another arena for your growth, your relationships. I mean, those are, you know, romantic relationships are oftentimes the, the greatest container and opportunity for growth. A lot of people think they're designed to last forever until death do us part and I don't. I I don't agree with that. You, it could be certainly. That's certainly a path. But really, we come together for an opportunity for growth. When that opportunity for growth is fully ex- it realized itself, a natural separation occurs because your soul wants to now keep keep growing and expanding. It's not about. i I'm, my only aim is for this to last forever. That's you know such a big misconception in our, our society. But same same with business. It's like you're going to be. Uh, in, a, in a situation, whatever situation you're in right now, business-wise, relationship-wise, whatever, whether you can see it or not, it is, sources is, is perfect. It is, this is perfectly imperfect. It appears imperfect. You think your job is not right for you or whatever. It wouldn't be happening if it wasn't right for you. And once you get the lesson from the experience, you you learn the message, you learn what it is trying to teach you, a natural separation will occur. Right, you'll you'll move on. So once you can start looking through that vantage point of like, oh, okay, it's it's all spiritual business. I'm here because this is the next, per- this is the perfect jumping on off point for the next greatest and greatest version of myself. Okay, so now I want to apply and become more in my business life. To use that example, I, you know, I talk about this in my book, The Golden Key. If you want to know the in- the outcome of anything that you're putting your energy into, look at the intention going in you know, it will reflect that intention in some way, shape or form. So what what are your intentions? What what are you aiming for? So if you're thinking about starting a business, for example, don't think about what can I, what can I, you know, uh, what can I sell them and make the most money? Like, you know, think about how can I be of the most service? It is in service. You're, I can tell you one thing, everyone listening, your highest excitement, your highest timeline will involve service in some way, shape or form, because this is how, it isn't giving that we receive because there's only one of us. So once you understand that there is only one of us, then you can. Uh, hold on one second.
0: It's okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you need to keep
1: here? Uh, oh, okay. It's hanging downstairs on the, the back of the chair in the dining room. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you can either edit that out or leave it in, whatever you prefer. No, it's fine. Um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, this, is, yeah. this,
0: this, is, this is the one of us that comes and gives well, us yeah, Speaking space, of, right? okay, this is a, this is a right. great opportunity. Like right this as is, you were talking about it. Right? This
1: is a great opportunity to share the synchronicity in reading the breadcrumbs. So that's my father, Roger. He was born on July 28th. on his On his 28th birthday of July 28th, he had me on July 28th. So I was his 28th birthday present. It's also his grandmother's birthday. Um, and my great grandmother, my great great died on that day. My ex business partner and villain in my story, which as Eben Alexander, who I had on my podcast, talked about the Harvard neurosurgeon who spent a week on the other side when he was in a coma, said, oh, the villains are usually your best friends playing a role for you in this life. So the villain in my story uh, that I talk about in my book, his baby mama and grandmother, July 28th. Uh, I met uh, a soulmate on July 28th, um, her boyfriend before me, uh, his name was Anson, all my relatives with July 28th as their birthday, including my dad are from Anson, North Carolina, her boyfriend, Anson committed suicide on July 28th and on and on it goes. So that's, like, that's not even the whole story. So there's a, a, an example of like, you know, the multi-layered, it's all reflections of the same energy in some way, shape or form. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really uh, anyway that that sidetracked me a little bit, but uh, before that, I, I can't quite remember where I was, but hopefully, it all makes sense in some. No, way.
0: <laughs> it's it, 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 it's beautiful, and I think July. I put down July twenty eighth for myself just to have that, you know, <laughs> and, and and have that timeline and understanding it. Uh, I wanted to identify and understand. So, with these types of experiences, right, that you're having how did that emotion reflect when you had that, uh, you know, that great opportunity to sell mm-hmm. right in your business. And then in, in 24 hours, it going sideways, yep. what showed up, you know, what great really question. helped you integrate this identification of the way to really know that this was happening for you so that you could then apply and amplify for later great question so um
1: so i can look at that business and see what was my intention going in uh you know 2010 2011 i was still working out some things for sure um it was certainly monetary focused as opposed to this is my highest expression to serve the world you know like um and um so I think there was a reflection in some of the energies that you know, even some of the things, the way we were navigating. You know, I look back now, I wouldn't do it the same way. I, I think there's a more, uh, just, just a, um, more even more ethical and that you know, just, just more heart centered, you know, than we were, uh, starting. And so, you know, it, it's it's such a great question that you ask because this is a big one in my own life. So. 'll I'll share a little of the story. so my my one of my best friends, I started it. I brought in my brother and then one of my 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 best friends as business partners early on. So I gave them equal equity to me. We were all equal partners. even though I was the founder, you know, they're gonna come work day to day. We're going we're in this together. So they you know, um, so we get about four years in. We bring in a fourth partner to try and take us to he, he was kind of a big wig exec who had had a company he took to a billionaire in sales and exited for lots of money. And so, okay, he's going to take us to our big sale, our big exit. Once that fourth partner came in, the third, my good, one of my best friends, uh, whose baby mama and grandmother both have July 28th as their birthday, him and the fourth partner became like, you know, really close. And now he had attached to the fourth partner and thought he kind of turned on me. It's like, oh, if I, if I attach to this, you know, big wig exec guy, all getting good with him. And, you know, kind of Brandon's the crazy spiritual one. You know, he's talking about all this weird stuff, whatever, you know, just kind of turned on me. And I remember in that last year when the fourth partner was there, he, the third, my good friend, we were having a talk one day. And he said, you know, Brandon, you just started this new podcast, uh, Positive Head, and, um, you know, but you've started it while you're still working for our company, Resort Share. What if the fourth partner, the new guy, decided that he wanted to sue you and say, hey, positive head became this big thing, but he was still on payroll at resort share. So therefore, I'm entitled to some percentage ownership. This is how they thought, right? They're like very like, you know, not not the most ethical humans uh, at this time, right? Anyway, and so I, I, I remember I got to say to him, I said, you know what? If he were to try and take some ownership of my podcast, I would give it to him because I'm infinitely abundant and there's only more where that came from. You can't take what, what, what I'm tapping into. It's infinite. Little did I know what a foreshadowing that was a few months later, the fourth, he did his job. He got us to an exit. He got an offer from a publicly traded company who's put together six months of due diligence on us. And then the offer to buy us out for $30 million within 12 hours of that offer, we lost 90% of our revenue because of a partnership in the travel space. And one, one of those big players in the partnership did not like what we were doing. And they were, they, they, yeah, I won't go into all the details they had. The, you know We were working with booking.com and Priceline at the time. And the, the, the deal was, okay, we're going to partner with you, but you can't work with those guys anymore us. And so it, we lost 90% of our revenue that was coming through booking.com at that time. And so here we got the offer to be bought out. Oh, hold on. Your company just lost 90% of its revenue. Never mind, I'm not going to be buying you out, you know? Um, and then months later, we uncovered a plot between the third and fourth partner to try and take the equity that was left, you know, me and my brother's equity, try and kind of get us out of it and get us out of the picture. And we uncovered this plot because uh, my brother happened to log into his email via webmail and see, oh, we, he had connected emails with one of them years past for something in webmail. You could see it all in one big feed and he could see their, you know, how they're trying to finagle to take our equity from us. And so we went to them, you know, I remember it was Christmas Eve, 2015 and said, you know, hey friend, I've uncovered your plot to try and take what's left from me after we just got hit by this asteroid of losing 90% of our revenue. You don't have to try and take what's left. You can have it. I just want away from U2's toxic energy and we're going to go start over. And um, so I got to live it out. I talked about it in the context of positive head and, you know, hypothetically months earlier. And I actually got to walk that talk. And it it was hard, as you can imagine. We'd just been offered $30 million a few months earlier and I literally walked away from it and gave it what was my shares away. And we started a new company called Hello Vacay and actually some really good things happening with that right now. And, you know, um, so yeah, I, that, that's, you know, that's an example, but because I had the perspective of like I'm infinitely abundant, this is not easy. This is really hard. And I can see why I can see, you know, I had had a lot of fear in the early years of business of, someone taking my ideas and, you know, that kind of energy. And so I can see where I contributed to its manifestation, not early days. You know, like I said, not as, I mean, we weren't doing anything bad, but we weren't as ethical as I would be now, you know, and, you know, I, and I, it's like, oh, okay. doesn't fully surprise me that I didn't get the big win I wanted, you know, um, I could have done a lot better, you know? And so now I understand whatever I'm doing, it better be in service, for me to get the what is my intention going in because the the reflection and the outcome will will be that that energy of the intention going in will be
0: all over it. I, I commend you. Uh, I think it's beautiful that you were able to just walk away from that. I, uh, there's a lot of uh, people that wouldn't, you know, and yeah. so really giving yourself that state of grace and allowing that to come through is, is a beautiful expression of who you are and knowing the resilience that we continue to show up as leaders, uh, in, you know, in the business world, because, you know, it's funny. And, and I'm curious, may, may I ask how old these gentlemen were like the third and fourth partner?
1: Uh, the third partner. Uh, so I'm 48. The third partner is about 10 years younger than me. Uh, okay. and they, the fourth partner is about 10 years older than me. So those so, two have probably a twenty-year gap. I'm in between them.
0: Yeah. So I think that there's a lot of uh, like I had a I had a really beautiful business meeting last week, and with gentlemen that were in their seventies, and mm-hmm. their perspective on business is really about I one person needs to win and the other one needs to lose, and, and I totally disagree with that. And hundred percent disagree. If it, if you, you and I make a
1: deal and someone yeah. feels like they lost down the road because i out negotiated you or whatever everyone loses i believe Exactly. I, I need to be if i'm smart i'm saying how will this benefit eric and how am i looking out for him as much as myself
0: exactly and these guys were trying to convince me well <laughs> <laughs> wake up Wait okay up. sorry <laughs> They were trying to convince me that that's how business works. And I said, you guys have it wrong. You guys are like this paradigm that you guys live in is not real.
1: It's old. It's not real. It's old energy. It's old
0: world. Exactly. And it was beautiful to challenges. And so, and and in fact, I said, listen, guys, like with this, this, I never want to do business with you. I actually, and neither will ever any of my friends. Yep. Right. And, and what I love about this bro is that we bring a new paradigm into the business world and we are here to really uh, co-create something greater and it, it's it's fascinating because these these men are like, hey I'm 70 years old, 72 years old and I have all this wisdom and, and they say this and express this and they say with the attitude that you show up in Eric, I don't see a very good future for you and, I, and it makes me, really beautifully excited because bro what are we going to say to our next generation like like you and me will be sitting at a table teaching them how we've been winning for the last 40 years and what we've been creating because of the ways that we show up today now for each other yeah that's right
1: that's right yeah you know i talk about this in in the golden key how you know there's cycles you know on this planet and and we're in a cycle of awakening and remembering and you know you have like people like the mayans who talked about like 2012 being the beginning of a new whole new you know era on our planet so they're talking about old paradigm energy when we were in a a a cycle of separation from source you know even going back to the dark ages and beyond it's like It's very masculine energy. It's about us, our souls experiencing for complete amnesia to our divine selves, essentially. And even when we do think we're tapping into it, it's like, I am a Christian and therefore I'm going to kill you if you're not one. It's like, what in the (laughs) world does that have to do with love? You know, and it's it's the exact opposite. It's been hijacked. And so it's, it's, um, you know, I, I talk about it in the book where it's like, look, some of those techniques these guys are referencing maybe appeared to work in the past if you're looking at dollars in a bank account or whatever now was the person who owned that bank account happy and fulfilled and at peace i i bet you not <laughs> but um but uh you know those techniques even that worked in the old world and the old cycle are way less empowered in the new cycle because because we're at a point where it's like yeah it's not about experiencing separation and allowing these energies to dominate the planet planet with their like you know you know rockefeller type you know i'm going to take over the world and if i have to you know make you all suffer to do it that's too bad. Like yeah. it, when we're in a cycle when the, when collectively we are trying to experience more separation energy still, it, it appeared on one level to work. So they're talking about that. They're not even understanding that we're in a whole new era and age of awakening where more than ever, you better look at your intentions going in because it's a different game. It's a, di- and you want to see yourself get bit quickly, uh, putting out the wrong end, especially if you understand these concepts, like yeah. you, 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 you know. They're, they're they're speaking. They're like relics, talking about something from a, a narrow vantage point of perspective and understanding.
0: And this is why, for anybody listening, that it's imperative that you understand that there is infinite time, infinite perspectives, and infinite ways that you get to live. So you get to choose how to show up in your reality. And like you like like you know, Brandon was just saying. This is relic historical, you know, data. Or dinosaurs. Coming from men that that <laughs> got, like they don't understand the level of paradigm that we're living in, that we get to live in, that they they can actually tap into if they chose to, right? And so. This is something I think is really important. So I know that you mentioned some of this uh, beautiful topics inside of your book. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about the book and where people can find it? Yeah, yeah. They can find more information (laughs) about it. Yeah, sure.
1: So during COVID, I was, uh, yeah, some spiritual breadcrumbs sort of led. I always knew I would write a book and it led me to the path of, you know, spending some time uh, you know i'm 25 years deep exploration of the ultimate nature of reality and okay i have a lot to say i've done almost 2000 podcasts with positive head you know obviously i'm I, I say a lot and it's um it's like okay w- w- i'd like to condense everything that i've learned and experienced over this 25 year journey into 100 pages and you know 3 hours to if you listen to the audiobook Can, how do i actually condense this down and uh, that's what the golden key is about. I, I found, you know, kind of broke down the the eight keys I found to, you know, um, the subtitle of the book is Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. And not just talking about financial abundance, a lot of times people think of that, abundance in all areas of your life, you know, health being probably the most important, relationship, healthy relationships. And, you know, there's just so many ways that we can experience the infinite abundance that we are connected to. And so, yeah, that's what the book is about. And I decided always wanting to do things a little bit different. I was like, you know what? I'm going to structure it where I can, I give the book away and others can give it away as well. And there's a whole gamification aspect to that. Um, I don't know. Did, did Monique have you create, or did Monique create a key code for you you, uh, for this show? And if not, that's okay. I can give them a different one. Uh, I just didn't know if, um, no, uh okay. I'm get one and maybe she sent me something, but I it's okay. It's it's not it's not a big deal. I can tell them how to do it either way. Uh, if you go to goldenkey.gift.gif.
0: With, with the code positive head.
1: Yep. Right? With the code positive head, you can uh, get download the audio and or uh, ebook and uh, yeah, it's it's me narrating the audio book and you know, like I said, it's about three hour. it's about a three-hour listen or hundred pages to read, and it's you know the eight keys uh, that I found over my twenty-five year deep exploration, uh, just kind of condensed as as well as I possibly could.
0: <laughs> Super exciting, bro! Um, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to reading it. I'm reading actually right now um, Saty and Raya's uh, uh, tra- uh, transcend transcendent CEO. Uh ah, It's really beautiful. I'm not book. familiar
1: with that. Yeah, it sounds sounds cool though. I like the title.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really interesting book. Um, actually, I think it'd be great for for I'm meeting him next week. It'd be great for you to meet him as well. Yeah, uh, I'd love to. Check, check uh, he's from Vancouver. A great guy. Uh, great leader as well in the in the in the corporate and culture and uh, organizational business. So, uh, anyways, there's gonna be so many things, bro, that I'm excited to talk to you about offline as well. And cool in the co-creative business capacity. So, um, like I'd that. really love to transfer and just really get, because I know we have a few minutes left. If you had three days left to live, bro. Wow. What would you do? <clears throat>
1: if I had three days left to, to live, I would spend time. Great question. Fun question. I, I would spend time with my family. Um, I would make sure I said all the things that I hadn't said. Make sure nothing is left unsaid. Uh, I would spend as much time, just yeah, creating moments, you know, uh, that that feel, uh, you know, would make me very present. Mm-hmm. You know, my initials are BBB, and uh, I, I, you know, look at that as an enc- encoded m- message from my my soul to remember. I'm such a doer, you know. I mean, you know, one of my challenges is sort of managing the the energy. The fire hose of energy and wanting to do this and this and this and, you know, five businesses going at once and go, 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 go. And really one of the keys in the book is BBB (laughs) and learning to uh, really be be present, you know, Uh, and fully take in the moment and realizing that this moment is every moment is as divine as any other moment ever has been, could be, or will be. And there's nowhere that you have to go. There's nowhere that you need to get. You are in eternity. Now, this is eternity there. You, you, you are worthy by virtue of your existence. So anything that you do is, should be, uh should be flavored with, the knowing that like, this isn't necessary for me to prove myself, to be worthy. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to get, you know, it's, it's like Ram Das says at the end of the day, we realize we're all just sitting around the fire for eternity. Right. And so there's nothing that you have to do. There's nothing that you have to be you, your survival is guaranteed. You're in, you're an infinite being that has always, always has been, will be. And any, challenge that's arisen is only there to make you more and you've always gotten through it and you know if you love something be extra present because it's guaranteed to end if you don't love something be extra present Uh, you know understand that it's going to end it so you don't have to be too caught up on you know the fact that this is going on oh okay well this has a shelf life and i made it through every other thing i didn't prefer and so yeah I, i think that's that's really what it's about is You know, if you can bring that three day awareness to every moment, like this is precious. This opportunity to be here is precious. And the only thing I need to do, the more present I am, the more power comes through me, you know, instead of working, most people do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy, right? Do have be really you be something like happy and present and you find yourself doing and having things that are a reflection of that energy. So the only job I like to say we have is to manage our vibration. It all comes from there. There is no out there, out there. You chasing to find something is, is fallacy. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's understandable, but that's what you came to realize. Hold on. If I want to change something, it starts here because that shows up as a reflection of my internal state. And so you're perfectly primed in the perfect spot to Move into what's the next greatest and greatest version of yourself. Y- 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 knowing that, whether you see all how to connect all the dots forward, you don't need to. All you need to know is what is my highest excitement now? How can I be as present now, as of service now? Uh, you know, who's more important, Gandhi or Gandhi's grandmother, the one who cared for him? Right? She affected that one person who affected a hundred million people. So. Hold on. Well, I'd say you could argue she's more important because without her, there is no him. So go affect the person at the coffee shop, the one walking by you on the street. You don't need to be the the biggest influencer or any of that. You need to be the best version of yourself and be present and show up for it now and everything will unfold from there.
0: You're a gift, my brother. You're a beautiful gift and I'm very grateful to know you and I appreciate you. You unlock... Uh, a golden key today for sure and i have to say that uh my it's my it's my birthday today it's my 36th birthday so uh, amazing gift to hear yeah
1: oh wow happy 3d incarnation anniversary as i like to say (laughs)
0: You were I you, created bro,
1: 36 years ago. You incarnated in the, you were born to this dimension as a part of you died to the one from where you came. And this right. is, you know, this is what's going on. And wow, what an honor to be here on your 36th birthday and to share this experience with you. Uh, and of course, you know, I reflect everything you said to me back to you. We are reflections of each other. And for us to experience each other out of 8 billion people on the planet and everyone tuning into this little, relatively little show that is, um, you know, in a, in a sea of things vying for your precious attention. You're tuned in here because you're such a close vibrational match to all the energy that, Eric and I and we are co-creating together, that this is like this is, you know, if if source is an infinite tree, uh, it is it, it, it beyond scope. Imagine a tree stretching in all directions, right? And yet, even though it's infinite, there happen to be leaves on a particular branch flapping in the winds of eternity together. And that's us here, now. And that's because we're so closely related. So anything you see in me is you. And vice versa. It's like, and so all, all I can say is congratulations for us to get to this point. Uh, we've went through a lot. There's a lot of work. Your soul has has done done an awful lot to to get here. And there's so much beauty and ahead. Just keep your head up. It all starts with you know tapping into your own self worth and and your keeping your heart open.
0: Bless you, brother. I, I'm really grateful, and I'm excited to to continue to co-create, bro. Is there any? Yeah. A, is there a, um, actually? You know, like let's uh, let's stay in touch. Let's let's really connect and uh, yeah. and, bro. Yeah. Uh, with with that being said, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you. I, I I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Resilient Minds. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please make sure to go comment and like and follow us on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure, please make sure, that if you really love this, to share this episode and make sure that you're inviting all your friends to like it as we continue to unfold what the beauty of our minds does. More importantly, how powerful our heart level of intelligence can be when we combine our heart and our brain together. And more importantly, check out the alignment course that I've created. It's seriously there for you to take advantage of at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment. See you on the next show.